0: This is a panel show mini-podcast. Hey everyone, welcome. This is the first in a series of mini-episodes that I'm producing. They're all gonna be one-on-one interviews that I'm recording via Zencaster online. I'm also doing all the editing myself, so I do apologize for any sound issues. Some of them are caused by recording online, others are caused by me, who's new at editing. So in any case, I do hope you enjoy the interview. Thank you for listening, stay safe, and wash your hands. Hey everyone, this is your host, David Shore. Um, like most of you, I'm stuck at home. And I have friends all over the world, improvisers, comedians, all over the world who are stuck at home, and I thought I would check in with some of them and see how they're doing, how's it going over there. Uh, today, I'm talking with my old friend, Hannah Croft. Hannah is one half of the award-winning British comedy duo, Croft and Pierce, and right now she's presently in in uh, Turin, Italy. She's been living in Northern Italy uh, for about a year, going back and forth between there and the UK. Uh, Hannah, very nice to have you here on the podcast. It's nice to hear your voice again, by the way. <laughs>
1: And yours. Hello. Nice to nice to be here. And yet also yeah. in the place I've been for over a month now. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, how how is it going over there? I mean, everyone, we all keep reading about Italy. Mm-hmm. You're there in Northern Italy. Um, and, you know, you, you do have your no- normal cheery British disposition, but it's obviously <laughs> quite serious. You're there uh, with your husband and, and your baby. She's how old? She's two and a half? Uh, now. Two
1: and a half now. Yeah. Yeah, Two and a the, half. The time is passing, David. It's well, even in lockdown. Time is passing. Fact, <laughs> that's a <one> good thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, it's yeah. been. I don't know. It's it's weird because like part of me feels like I should just feel smug because we're ahead. It's like, hey, we're ahead, guys. But mostly, right. I have kind of felt like a kind of frustrated ghost of Christmas future, like trying to get through things to people when people aren't ready to hear them yet. And I think that's the big thing I've learned about all this is that. It has to come in its own time, in a way. Because the Italians went through the same process that all the other countries have gone through. It's just they did it first. So then some right. they feel like, we've understood, guys. It's like, yeah, but you didn't understand at first, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, I have a friend here. He's an Italian-Canadian. He was talking to friends there and saying that people weren't really listening or or that the government wasn't taking it seriously. Like I know in, in Canada, the government took it Maybe not as quickly as they should have, but all levels of government have taken it very seriously, very much of a contrast to what Donald Trump is doing.
1: Yes. Oh, my and, gosh. Um, yeah.
0: And I think he mentioned to me was the mayor of, of Milan through a party. Yeah,
1: I'd like- I, I, be honest that this is um this is about third hand information, but I'm just going to say oh, it's okay. first hand information and everyone can Google it. Um, the mayor of Milan, he definitely went on social media having kind of a, a drink and a pizza and encouraged people to go out and have aperitivi and have pizzas and and they had, they got this hashtag trending which was like Milano non si ferma which is like Milan is not going to stop kind of as right. if as if it was like something that he, they could beat through sheer force of willpower, you know, like the virus isn't yeah. going to stop us. It's like, well, it, it might, act, it, it's going to go into your cell. Okay, don't worry. And so a lot of people did go out and they were having a great time. They were kind of the schools closed early and a lot of people used that as a reason to meet up in big groups with their kids and have really? fun and that was really encouraged by, well, certainly in Milan it was and then the, the mayor got the virus right. <laughs> and then things were going around social media of a picture of him like before and after and so we did go through that process as well of, of not realising until, I think it's until we were absolutely forced to. Because like everyone, no one wants to change their habits. That's the thing. It makes me think a lot about climate change. I think this is what it will feel like when it comes for us in earnest. You know, when you suddenly look back on all your past actions and go, "Oh, it's too late now. (laughs) We already did that." Um, Well, you know, my
0: one hope, one of my hopes with this is that I mean, I think I'm really hopeful. There's going to be a a massive change in the world, particularly Mm -hmm. the Western world. With regards to uh, wage inequality and just the environment, like we're seeing things now, like who's really important? Well, the important person is who works at my grocery store. Who's the delivery person? Yeah, yeah. You know, the stock. I don't care who works. Who's working the stock market? Like, yeah, the stock market's all messed up. But you're a trader. Great, you don't, can do that from home. I don't really care. And why are you earning that much money? Yeah. Whereas these people are putting themselves on the line. You know, we need it, and I'm hopeful that there'll be a. That there, there's got to be a shift, right? I mean, there, there needs I to be hope a shift.
1: So. The, the pessimistic, cynical part of me fears that we'll just slip back into our old habits as soon as we can and more. No,
0: but um, it no. is
1: really interesting to see society be picked apart like this and see all the different... Because right. most of the time, I don't know, certainly if I just take it for granted, I'm like, everything works and I do what I want and I wander around. And, yeah. And it's easy to say switched off from it. And then all of a sudden, we haven't been able to anymore. And I mean, I still yeah. haven't got my head around it. And I've been... In lockdown, the schools, for me, the nursery that my child was at closed over a month ago. And so for me, kind of things had to stop a lot then because suddenly I had a small person in my house with um, no real understanding of, you know, personal boundaries. And (laughs) I listen to my husband, sometimes I feel like, I feel like I can't breathe. And I think, is it the virus or is it the suffocating love of a wonderful young child, (laughs) which is (laughs) wonderful. And lovely, but also I feel like time is is passing both more quickly and more slowly as a result. If I'm no, oh, for sure, honest. because suddenly my time, like none of my time is my own, apart from yeah. right at night. <laughs> so I'm very tired, but um, at the same time, it's wonderful to have this little distraction in my house. Who's so in the moment, mm-hmm. and has who can't comprehend what's going on. I mean, neither can we, but <laughs> she really can't it's it's hard to explain to her. it's not normal <laughs> um,
0: it's interesting because i've been thinking you know i'm i live alone i'm stuck here alone mm-hmm. um and but I, I have nothing to plan. i don't mind being alone but there are times where it's like like i'd like to go see my mother but i can't yeah you know yeah. i do worry and i and i worry about my mother and i don't have a car anymore so even even like the car service that i would normally get they're not operating right now i get a like yeah. a, a loaner car during the day and um and 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 to be honest, and when I went into self isolation um, almost two weeks ago, because I'm I, I was telling you before, you know, I have a compromised immune system. So mm-hmm. as soon as it hit the news that the virus is being spread locally amongst people, I was like, well, I'm not going out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I need to be I need to be careful. Um, and I and I had a bit of a cold, and I thought, well, I'm not going to go see my mother. And and nothing's developed. Like I've been, you know, so far so good um but still she doesn't live close you know even my sister god bless her my eldest sister dropped off some groceries two days ago but i was like don't come near me i've got a sore throat
1: yeah this you is know? the thing it's like it's it's not just it's that thing of thinking of others and about yourself and that all kind of coming together i think we had yeah we certainly went into isolation early because of um my husband's parents who are in their early 80s where well, his dad certainly right. is um mom's in her late 70s and they're they're just a 50, Fifteen minutes away from us, but mm-hmm. we stopped seeing them early because, well, we kind of pulled away from a lot of people early because we were worried about giving it to them, and then we just stopped seeing them together um, Yeah, which has been—it's weird to know they're so close and that they're alone, and yet we can't see them. We're obviously doing video calls. The weirdest thing in my head yeah. is I'm thinking when I when when I when I see them again, will my child be three? You know, when I see my own yeah. parents in England. I was meant to be in the UK right right right. now. I'm like, how old will my child be? Because I don't know, the child is kind of like a little um I feel like I have like a time market in my house with this (laughs) growing so quickly. Like ever since she's been born, it's like one week, two weeks, she's 12 weeks, 24 weeks. And you kind of you're like, I've never thought about weeks like this before or months now. And it's and so I kind of see the time passing in her and think, gosh, you know, it's uh that's a long, long time to be physically apart from everybody. Um, and it'll
0: be interesting in the future how she remembers it if you know what yeah. she remembers about this time and things mm, will be different
1: i can't i know. can't wait to see that it's uh i think i've been as you know we've been doing um some posts about life in lockdown on our instagram and facebook um oh yeah so give, uh, so
0: if people want to check that out where can they find that what's your oh, instagram so if they, if they facebook,
1: look up croft and pierce that's, croft, and
0: that's P-E-A-R-C-E. Like <laughs> and p e a r c e and p s y a r c e um yeah so craft of the sea and pierce um p-e-a-r-c-e and i'll put a i'll put a i'll put out a note on that on the website thank you very
1: much so we've been um blogging on there we began with me writing about my life in lockdown and my comedy partner fee has joined as well now because she's obviously in lockdown too so we're kind of writing from the dual perspective which is fun and i think um yeah i wrote on there my child's been using the coronavirus as an excuse for things it's like oh, yeah. you know, why aren't you asleep yet she'll be like because of coronavirus and, <laughs>
0: right.
1: and i realize it's because right. i say it to her all the time because she's like why can't right. i go to the playground and i'm like but because uh, of coronavirus what can i say that's why <laughs> so she knows is it similar that, you
0: know let, let me ask you because i've never had kids because i like to sleep mm. um but no well it's just no, the way so things why out. i
1: feel that i do i really feel that the yeah.
0: you know there's that period when kids learn to say no That's all they say. Has has she been through that uh yet? Is it similar to that?
1: She kind of already went through that. She's she's in the middle of the whys. So that's why you end up at because of coronavirus. With
0: corona. Yeah. So that's okay. and she can say it now. She
1: says it in Italian. She goes, Coronavirus! Coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, oh god. And I think that is the thing. Now I feel like being ahead of everyone, I feel like we are like to psychologically cope with it, certainly for me. I'm a lot more disengaged than I was even two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I I was constantly reading articles on my phone, Googling, looking at the stats. Yeah, yeah. And every night watching the Italian news, listening to the BBC back in the UK to find out what's going on there. It's like I had two countries to worry about at the same time.
0: Yeah, of course. What about my own
1: parents? I move them here. Should we go back there? How do we, well, it's too late now. I don't want to take it with us. All this kind of thing. And now, I feel like I've had to shut out a lot of that noise and kind of focus in on other things if I can just because like yeah. for me it's it's got too much <laughs> and I um I still well no you can spend
0: there. you can spend all your time just you know there's so much information we talk there there will be another panel show podcast. It might be out before this, I'm not sure where we told one of the things we talked about was misinformation. there's so much. You know, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen blog posts by some people, by a, an anti vaxxer who's like, I don't believe in the virus. It's not real. Um, and God. it's like, oh my God. And and there's this weird audio going around that's being shared on Facebook Messenger, I believe on WhatsApp from mm. some woman from some island with information from this doctor. And it's like, what are you talking about? Who is this person? <laughs> um, there's several of those.
1: Loads of things were going around on Facebook as well that were like telling you to do um, that, like, there's this cure. What you have to do is. Yeah. Did you get this one We have to hold your breath for 10 seconds and drink water every five minutes and then you'll kill the virus? No, no this no, is really funny. I, so this went round and it was yeah. really well written. And I said to Carla, yeah. how can it be untrue? As I was like sipping my water, I was like, how can this be untrue? Yeah. Why on earth would somebody write this? And then my brother <laughs> messaged and said that, like when we said, this is, this is false, it's just made up. And then my yeah. brother was like, oh dear, like me, me, and, me and my wife have been sipping water and holding our breath all day. And I thought, oh, that's why they did it. <laughs> That's why they did it. It's very, very funny to think of millions right. of people doing that. It's very funny. <laughs> so quite yeah. a lot of hoax things have been going around. And yeah. yeah I've, I don't know. <laughs> like what the... So then there comes a point where it's really hard to know what to believe, you know, joke or not. Well, that's the thing. I mean,
0: I, mean, I, mean I, I did do a post on Facebook last week about like, look, I have OCD, you know, which is mostly in check. And I have a comprehensive immune system. Be careful about what you send me. Yeah, um, like if you post if you share an article and it's from like joe's barbecue uh blog <laughs> about the virus i'm not gonna read it no yeah. offense to joe my mother called me the other day with a remedy that i was like i don't want to hear it i just don't want to hear <laughs> yeah. it like if like if don't even was a
1: remedy surely we would know about it surely it's
0: a remedy surely, for if you surely. get it to help you breathe better and she goes i'm gonna okay. do it tomorrow i said but you don't have it she goes but i'm gonna do it tomorrow I said, but you don't have it it's oh, to help you breathe and you're breathing fine <laughs> so you know, I, I feel for her, I, you know, yeah. she's all, she's alone, but she's very strong-willed. I did mm. want, Oh, I wanted to mention you were talking about your daughter earlier about, you know, she's questioning things. It's going to be, you know, I haven't seen you in the last time we saw each other was two years ago when I was visiting London alone. and yeah. we met up at the Victorian Albert. And I don't know when I'll, you know, when I'll be able to travel again or when anyone will, but I'm, I'm interested the next time I see you, if I see your daughter, I'm interested to in what kind of accent she's going to have because oh, it'll be goodness living in me. two different cultures it'll be interesting
1: it is really interesting because she's like her English is much better now she's spending more time with me because she was doing her right. days at nursery and obviously all of that's in Italian and then weirdly even at two, that seems like peer pressure obviously she'll speak more in the language because all her friends do Whereas now yeah. she's like getting a lot more English songs, not because I'm singing them to her, but because I'm plonkier in front of YouTube, because I'm a losing mother. And um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so she yeah. is getting a lot more of that. And she's using more of the words because I guess it, it kind of feels like the normal language now. But she does, yeah. she hops back and forth between them. And, but sometimes she'll say Italian words with an English accent or English mm. words with an Italian accent or sometimes English words with an accent. When she first learned, one of her first words was ball and she learned to say it and she'd go, ball like she was like the queen <laughs> ball i was like where did That's she nice. get out from so i right. do not know maybe she will have some weird pan-european thing going on i just i just think yeah spirit of the world no one will be able to place her it's kind of well then that'll be
0: interesting <laughs> so we did have um hannah was one of my students at, at the at monkey toast at the improv school we had in london and I, i'm blanking on her names because i'm, I'm older but we had a, a, an italian student um, mm-hmm. But she had no accent. Like her English was like perfect North American English, wow. and I, no, I'm not sure where she learned it or if she spent time in North America. I can't remember because it was, it was a few I can just years speak ago. To her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can definitely, I can you know, I can look her up on the on the website. Um, but I wish time my own wanna, accent
1: will be Italian? Sorry.
0: <laughs> Sorry. No, you sound safe to me. But it'd be interesting. Okay. Like to me, to me, like I know your voice, and this is very much your voice. But it'd be interesting. Mm. Like like when I would come back home, there would be more Britishisms in my when i was talking i'd have to remember not like we're talking about money um you know uh, there Mm. were different some different terms i had to stop saying pounds when i when i would come home to visit like like back and forth i forget there were certain things that i was like oh right no one understands that me like petrol and gas you know i would get mocked here
1: basic things like uh, you know american friends saying i really love your pants and i'm like you can see oh yeah just for a flash it goes through your mind you're like okay they need to remember well, my pants so I need are. to be clear
0: now. Yeah, because yeah. no one in Canada is going to be like, what's wrong with talking about that? So in the UK, pants pants is underwear. Yeah. And I found that out. Um, <laughs> while I, met a, I was at, like, a, I think it was, like, I was at a show. Rich Fulcher is um, an old friend of mine from California. And he was, you know, UK-based in the Mighty Bush for a long time. And I saw a show of his. And I was, you know, afterwards, we were hanging out. And I met a couple of his friends, uh, his, one being Dan Clark, the comedian, who I really love um, his, his TV show and, and his material. And mm-hmm. I was talking to him and someone else, but yeah, I went to this, I was living outside of London at the time. I went to, um, I forget where I went, but I was, at, I was at mS and I couldn't find any pants that were, would fit me. And, you know, I was talking about the pant sizes and they were laughing at me openly about like, his <laughs> pants being too long. And, you know, it took a while for that type of thing.
1: Yeah, it's just those little things that kind yeah. of come in. But I think it's it's normal to, I don't know, because I'm a bit of a, I kind of grew up all around the UK, so I kind of have yeah. already my own voice that you're hearing now doesn't entirely feel like it's my voice because it changed when I was 11. So Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: so interesting. I think
1: I quite easily yeah. start to slip into different modes. like um, <laughs> And it's kind of embarrassing and weird. I'm like, I just have to like concentrate to keep myself. Because I grew up in the north and that was... I had more of a, an, an accent from there and then we moved down South and I got it teased out of me within oh, yeah, yeah. a few weeks. And then, but it's funny cause I still don't really feel like I'm from the South. It's weird. It's weird. Maybe that's why I ran away to Italy. I don't know. <laughs> um,
0: well, that's the thing about still. the British, right? I mean, as soon as you speak, you are judged. Yeah. Um, and I remember saying, I remember mentioning it in class and Carrie, you know, saying it to Carrie Lloyd about mm-hmm. you guys all judge each other right away. whereas, I'm from North America. She goes, we judge you too. <laughs> <It's like, okay. laughs> and it was just very clear. Although, in a less
1: nuanced way. <laughs> yeah. You're just all in well, the same know, most,
0: <laughs> most British people, I would get some people could tell I was Canadian um, mm-hmm. from my accent, but I also lived in California for a while. So I used to say dude. I mean, I used to say dude a lot more. Um, but I would often get comments like, so what part of America are you from? And when I would say Canada, I would get, oh, I'm so sorry, <laughs> like very apologetic because. Uh- you know, because most, yeah. you know, most Canadians get insulted when you think we're American because we have health care and gun control. Yeah, so exactly. So, healthcare.
1: yeah, we're sure very know, different.
0: Yeah. 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 But Hannah, um, so let me ask you, you're, you know, you're, like you said, you're weeks ahead of everybody. Um, you've been stuck in lockdown for over a month now. Um, any tips, like what do you do in the past time? Any self, self-isolating self tips? Are you watching anything? Um you know, that you'd recommend or reading anything, any blogs, websites, anything?
1: God, I really wish I had more of these. I feel like childless me is having Mm -hmm. the time of her life in a way, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) which I'm not allowed to say. And I did not say on this podcast, because obviously (laughs) the the me with the child is also having the time of her life. But I do, I I find it hard because I'm in touch a lot with friends who aren't, who don't have children. And there is a small part of me that kind of, quietly fantasizes about like you know me like finally learning to play the piano and watching the entire right. catalog of things on netflix which is harder when when you're when you know i'm, I'm watching a lot of peppa pig it's exhausting um right annoying voices um but i think um what have i been watching what have i watched recently? i have been working my way through things i um or
0: listening or is there anything there's lots of people doing free concerts i watched uh, rob broderick of man do a show last night on Oh, on uh, Instagram Live, and he's doing I maybe every night. More.
1: No. I think actually part of yeah. my problem is that I've been quite stuck on my own in a way, or with a child. Yeah. My husband and I are passing her back and forth like a like a baton in kind of traumatized silence <laughs> most of the day, <laughs> right. and so right. we don't always speak to each other. And and the problem is the child is a night owl like me, which is good in the mornings because I still get to lie in. Right. But at night yeah, she's yeah. not going to sleep until eleven. Which now they've changed the clocks. I mean, honestly. Right.
0: Today, like the Today they changed the clock. Like, yeah,
1: could have given yeah. us you know a year off thank you come on time police really <laughs> it's like she's been going to bed like 11 and now that's going to be midnight and i'm like i need to sort my life out but then part of me is like maybe i don't <laughs> maybe i'll just live on my terms now and this will be my time zone so i'm trying to think what i actually have to recommend because i kind of like flip in and out of things i've been doing a lot of like listening to like like, you know, the six o'clock news on Radio 4 and trying to plug into England as well. Yeah. If, just just for that moment of day, not like all day as I was, but actually even now right. the past few days. I'm just trying to think what I've been watching. I've been watching, actually, I've been watching Mrs. Maisel on Prime Video because I'd never watched that. It's great. I've been really enjoying it. And then actually quite a lot of um, stand-ups on um, mm-hmm. on Netflix kind of clicking into things which I hadn't seen because I hadn't seen Ali Wong's new stand-up set. And I hadn't yep. seen... Um, I'd never seen Mark Maron do a stand-up set. Oh, yeah. Heard his He's podcast. going to show yep. um, James Acaster has got loads of... Um, all his Edinburgh shows are on there on Netflix. I've uh, been really enjoying all these different... Tracy Morgan, Chris Rock. I've just been kind of working through different stand-ups, which I found is a really yeah. nice thing to watch stand-up from the past, which isn't talking about coronavirus, and just be... Yeah. entertained by that, and then also I um, I love you made it weird Pete Holmes's podcast. So I've been, uh, and they're really long those episodes. So I've just been picking my way through past ones of those right. bit by bit. Your panel show, which I've just discovered, which has been very fun.
0: kind I do, I do appreciate you.
1: It's, it's been. Have really you checked out familiar nice um, voices as well? Have I checked out what?
0: Oh, have you seen May Mar- May Martin's new show on uh, Netflix? Oh, uh,
1: it's uh, like NBA. I'm really excited to see it. I, yeah. it, it came up as a suggestion for me last night, and then I read an article about it The Guardian. And I'm really excited about it, and I kind of wanted i wanted to be more awake than I was at 2 a.m. Yeah. yesterday when I started watching something. So I'm really excited about that. I've had wonderful things about it. I also watched a little bit of Tiger King. Have you seen any of this?
0: Oh, yeah. It's number one in Canada. It's all we're talking about here. Who's uh, going <laughs> to play the parts? I mean, it's every episode is like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. What is going on? I'm sure there's (laughs) got to be five podcasts being recorded at this very minute about Tiger King.
1: About Tiger King. I mean, I had not discovered it. And then I thought the first episode and it was weird because I've been feeling, I would say like this past week I've been starting to feel, because the whole lockdown thing made me realize how little my life actually has changed since before lockdown. As like a kind of antisocial freelancer who works from home. It's common
0: for lots of people in the arts, right? Yeah,
1: I was like, what is the difference here? This is going to be fine for me, apart from childcare. What's going to be fine for me? And then I realised that actually, I was like, what is it that's making me feel that kind of weight? And then I think it was at the end of the first episode of Tiger King, they said something about like animals being kept in a cage, like losing their soul and i was like oh my god am i more shocked that to realize this is true or to realize that it was like thanks to joe exotic that i was led to this realization i don't know what's more disturbing am i losing my soul
0: i do wonder what effect this whole lock-in will have on people's opinion towards zeus because you're right everyone everyone's watching tiger king but -hmm. as well everyone's stuck like like you you know i'll spend a couple days at home without leaving and not yeah. think about it. And then suddenly, like last week, I spent five days without leaving my apartment except to throw yeah. in the trash. And just knowing that I couldn't go outside or I need to be really careful. Like I, like for me as well, yeah. I'm like, I don't it's want to true. affect it's anybody. That's happen. my OCD is I don't mm. want to get anyone sick. I know, um, that's so, so yeah, it's this yeah. weird mentality. So it'd be mm. interesting to see when, when we're on the other end. Yeah. Um, I do want to ask you while we wrap it up, you know, I mean, you're, you're a few weeks ahead, like like we mentioned, is there any advice you'd like to give to, any, to the people of Canada around the world, anyone who's listening, any advice to get through this or, you know, you're a little further ahead about coping, anything? And you don't I, have to, if you got nothing, that's fair as well, as well right?
1: I, I, I do. I think it's like, I think the early weeks I was so tempted to like post alarmist stuff all over my social media. And yeah. now I'm glad that I didn't and that Fee and I found a new angle for it with the lockdown posts, which were kind of, we wanted them to be informative, like this is what it's like in Italy, but also be kind of witty and take people away from the, the heaviness of it all because I feel like there's so much of that everywhere. And yeah. I, I think for me what has helped is to remember the positive things that like statistically, even if you get it, the majority, the majority of people as they can see at the moment won't have many symptoms at all. Yeah. And I think that's, it's yeah. just good to remember, remember that it's statistically unlikely to affect you that much or your loved ones, even, even if they're older. But at the same time, it's almost like a lot of us are unlikely to be the victims. But at the same time, that doesn't downplay the fact that what we do need to do is be like the defenders, if that makes sense, how I'm thinking of it. Um, well, yeah, again, it's, it might, you gotta know, be so careful about
0: you don't it, want to you don't want to spread it around.
1: Exactly. Just because you're statistically unlikely, which you do need to remember to help you kind of, you know, not to help you be able to sleep at night. You know, yeah, statistically yeah. It, should fine, it should be fine. um should be fine. And there's was like a hundred and two year old Italian woman who came through it the other day. That was on the news, which I was happy to see. Oh wow! <laughs> I know. Wow. So you know, it's possible even. But I'd say it's. It's, it's not downplaying your duty to protect people who will get it badly, and you don't know who that will be. That's what's scary. But I think it's not underestimating it, but also being able to kind of warm yourself with the feeling that, like, we are all in this together and we are pulling together. I feel yeah. much happier since everyone went into lockdown, pretty much. It was hard for us to be in lockdown watching other countries not in lockdown. Right. So I've actually set much better since we're all in lockdown. I feel like we're certainly, even if people are, you know, kind of doing dick moves and going off for big walks or flocking together to <laughs> beauty spots around the UK in their cars, <laughs> this is my exercise for the day. At the same time, that's still right. better than it was before. And the important thing is that the spread is slowed, as you know, as much as we can manage. So I don't know. I just feel like it's that thing of um, feeling like we're all pulling together and also... Switching, allowing ourselves to switch off from it a little bit because you know it's gonna it's gonna happen. and
0: I know what it, you mean about the pulling together because uh, here in Canada, a lot of the manufacturers are shifting their production mm. towards like uh, protective gear for hospital and, and paramedics, like making masks and face guards. Mm. Uh, Bauer, which is a hockey company, they make hockey masks, hockey sticks. They started making the face masks, like the the, the visors. So there's you know there's a lot of businesses that are shifting and they're and you know, they're all about. We don't. Want, we're not looking to make a profit. We want to help, and and they know mm. that we need to help. So, you know, you do hear all the good stories and also the bad stories about someone price gouging, and that was big yeah. news oh, here a little God. while ago. And the and, and the premier got furious, and they just they just changed the law where it's like now a massive fine and jail time if you get caught price gouging.
1: You see, and this kind of thing at, this, at the same time that you feel like appalled by humanity, and that way you can also feel kind of buoyed up by it. So I feel like. There'll always be people, I mean, I know that in um, Italy, I've been thinking, you know, this must be a really shit month for burglars. There we are, complaining that we have to cancel, <laughs> our, cancel our UK it's tour. But, I mean, like, everyone's in their house all the time, day and yeah. night. Um, and I was it's thinking, like, the getaway would be pathetic if they did give it a stab. They'd have to do it like within a one kilometre radius, like, down an empty street. <laughs> the but at the same time, we found out today this thing went around on social media saying that Italian, like uh, the their thieves, have been putting up notices on doors saying basically the government is going to come and check inside your houses. It, it's really oh, well wow. written. It, it sounds more believable. Wow. Than I'm making it sound. Basically, they're going to check who's inside your houses. Have your passports ready. They want to see if anyone's where they shouldn't be because you all meant to be wow. in places. And it's just thieves. And so I thought, oh my gosh, wow. People, like, everyone's going to come out and find a way, like, to be good and also to be bad. It's going to be... Um... Well, the
0: criminals, I've, I've found my experiences, they're always a step ahead. When I was living in yes, London, I found a sticker on my door one day, on my on my door handle, and it was a locksmith's number. And I thought, oh, my, our landlord must have put it That's a good idea. And the next day it was gone, and we found that our neighbor took it off because it was a scam. It was, ah. it was somebody who was scouting the neighborhood. It was having, throughout uh, all of Suffolk. I have to pronounce that okay. properly because I would pronounce it Southwalk here in Canada. <laughs> so it, uh, South London. Um, but there was an issue where they were scouting ahead. They were, they were going ahead and they were, they were putting a sticker on every door that they thought this is a good house to break. This house is susceptible. So they come back at night and see, or, or when people are out and they'd break in or, you know, if you were unlucky enough to lose your keys, you would probably call this number and have them come and of change course. your keys. So it's, it's quite ingenious and, here in Canada now, people are getting texts saying um, the Bank of Can or the government has deposited eighteen hundred dollars into your account. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because of Because COVID eighteen, yeah, okay. please clip step. You know, please uh, press on this. You know, link or whatever. So mm. there's all kinds of of crap going on with that. So yeah, yeah the thieves because because you know the thieves are the only people that are not going to get government money, right? They're yeah, not that's gonna...
1: what I was thinking. They're really screwed. Okay. And, and just as we're all adapting and trying to find ways to to make money in different ways, they got very do the same, yeah. and they have. So I think it's um... yeah. Yeah, it was very rambling. My advice to, to, to you guys in the future, but really, I'd I'd say it's um keep keep yourself distracted. I don't really have it to be honest. I think I'm so I think I'm slowly no, getting worse good. almost as time goes on. <laughs> I feel like I peaked in my positivity about a week ago, and now I'm like oh, since they closed the parks and I can't really go out at all. I haven't been out at all actually in over a week. I I think I still could. It's it's I think deliberately quite ambiguous what you can and can't do. I don't know if it's the same in Canada. I think people in the UK are feeling it, and i can but i'm also aware i'm not a resident here my address on my form is the uk um though right make, i just and and also mainly i mean it, it hasn't been a good week for italy and it felt weird to go out at all this week right, I think if, it, right. if it starts to ease up a bit maybe i'll go for another you know trot around my <laughs> just in a circle around in, in my immediate neighborhood you know but i think um otherwise i'm kind of in the ha- i think that has been making a difference as you know as um tiger king has um explained to us also poetically and right so, <laughs> it's been keeping me right. up
0: well hannah croft it's been it's been so good talking to you catching up with you i do miss you you, you know too. please give my best to your husband paolo I will. and uh and i wish nothing but the best for your family i hope you're all safe i hope you'll all come through this okay and so your family in the you, uk and your yeah, family and, and
1: everyone i know all the the diehards send their very best the,
0: the, <laughs> oh, the diehards so the, the, di- for the diehards were improv group that was a monkey toast group yeah i love the diehards <laughs> um well thank you so much and uh you know we'll keep texting each other
1: great take care david thank you
0: all right thank you